Hey, this is Self Life Love with Dr. K. Hi, everybody. Okay, first and foremost, let me just say that last episode, you guys, I was on the beach and I was not aware that the beach pretty much drowned what I was saying to you. So if you couldn't hear me, just take it as like a positive imagery type of exercise. Hopefully you can just listen to the waves crashing and picture yourself maybe on a beach or just drowning out, putting yourself in a zone of relaxation and and being calm, just being in that, in that zone of being in a beach because that's almost all that you heard. So my apologies, but I was talking about South Carolina and how beautiful it was. So I am back in Arizona and right now I'm actually with one of my best friends here. We are setting the scene. We had sandwiches, we have grapes, beverages. Um, oh gosh, what else did we have? Um, the we have the yeah. desserts. Oh my God. This spring rolls from my mom. Yes, yeah, spring rolls from her mom. This is my fabulous Connie. I call her Con, TT Con. We are here having some girl time. So let me just tell you, I came over here. Usually, you know, I jump in, you know, my car, uh, not the mommy van, but the two seater, you know, I have to set the scene of, of who I am. So I, I get in my, my form of Kendra, you know, of K of, of just being me. And I always make sure that I try and spend time with my girls because they've been here for me for so long. And, and Khan is one of those girls that we've been together for like 10 years yeah, or so. God, I mean, I, it was before I even had my firstborn. And so, you know, I love her to death. And so we're kind of over here just having some girls time. And ironically, about, was it a month ago, maybe you had a recent breakup and two weeks. Oh my goodness, two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you guys, honestly, I, I forgot it's been that that soon because she had such a fabulous birthday, 50th birthday party at one of the mansions here in Arizona and she had got a lot of people that showed her love. I mean, we all love her. We filled that room up with so much love. We had mimosas flowing. The dinner was fabulous. We had uh, entertainment and so many people showed up and showed out for her. So she is well loved, but I wanted to kind of come over here and give some of my QT, my um, just some personal time to one of my besties and, and just let her know that I'm here for her and that I love her. And I thought that this would be a perfect time to talk about just the impact of a breakup because we've all been there. And I know it's one of the topics that I get asked about is is love. And so even though this is the life section, I wanted to put her in life because break, or you know breakups is is really uh, an important part of life and it's something that we all can go through. So let me introduce her to you. She's gonna tell you a little bit about who she is. So here is one of my besties. This is Khan. So Khan, how are you doing, girl? I'm doing a lot better, you know, still processing it. So, but as we all know, that's part of, you know, what happens when our lives change, when there's, you know, whether it's good or bad, but I mean, it's funny. It couldn't happen at a worst time or a best time. You know, it happened, you know, a couple weeks before my 50th birthday. Mm -hmm. And so I had, you know, you and all, you know, my 
you know, favorite people in my life here to support me. So I think, you know, that happened for, you know, a reason, you know, it helped make it easier. I mean, you know, and I'm still trying to process it, but that definitely made it easier, you know, instead of crying, you know, the, the first couple weeks, you know, um, I had that great celebration. I've been busy. Then I went back home and I was around my family. So, you know, honestly, I think I'm still trying to process it, but I think as we all know, you know, in any kind of relationship, but I knew it was, you know, coming to an end, you know, you see the signs and stuff, but for it to end, you know, so abruptly, I mean, there was no yelling or tears and I think that's what I'm still you know trying to process like you know the the, the night we do just had dinner you know and, and after dinner he sits at the table and then he's like you know I think it's I, I want to move I think it's time for me to move on and then I'm like what do you mean does that mean you want to break up you know and, and again we've been talking you know about the possibility of that because from the beginning, you know, he never promised me forever. I mean, there was commitment, but, you know, not long term. But yet, you know, all this stuff, you know, it's two and a half years, you know. Mm -hmm. um, we were together, you know, we decided to be together from the day we met, you know. And so we built a relationship on that. And then, you know, and then through, you know, he, he bought a place and then he sold it, you know, and then job changes and then he moved in, you know, with me and we've lived together for 10 months. And, you know, and for me, I think, you know, the difficulty was I've been single for so many years, you know, this was like my, my first normal, you know, relationship. And so I think that was, you know, one of the best things, but also one of the difficult things. You know, and, and I think it realizes, you know, maybe think that it wasn't my fault, although, you know, we can get into this, but there were some characteristics that he didn't like, you know, and that couldn't be changed or it was, you know, too late. But um, in the end, you know, he wanted to move on because, you know, that's his history. And it, it's probably more my fault in that, in that that I let it continue to go this long. But again, you know, when we gamble and you know in love what else you gonna do you know so exactly and you you raise a really good point and I kind of want to get back to what you saw in the beginning as far as seeing something in him that was questionable because a lot of times with love you know it is a risk and I think that's what makes it so scary is that we're taking this risk um on something that is not guaranteed. I mean, love isn't guaranteed, whether it's being single in a relationship or marriage. It's just something that is not guaranteed that we choose to take a risk on. But when we see certain signs and we choose to ignore them, then are we ignoring those signs because we think that they will change the longer that we're together or we don't think that those signs are that significant? So with you... Did you think that those signs were just something that you could get over and they they really weren't that serious or severe? Or was it something you could just, you know, it was just something, it was just him and you just chose to accept him for who he was? Oh, that's a good one. I think actually it's the second one, you know. So I think in anything, anything can end, whether there's a commitment or not. You know, he could have said, oh, I want to get married. We're going to end up getting married. And then 
we end up getting married and then he ends up leaving anyways. But, you know, the, the, the first sign was that, you know, he didn't know he moved here. He was living, you know, overseas. He was living in Thailand. You know, and he lived in Singapore and Thailand, you know, and just then would move and, you know, and just take off. And then he came here and then he's like, I don't know, you know how long I'm going to be here. Um, and so, uh, so I was like, okay, you know, that's fine, you know, and I said, well, we'll just, you know, see what happens. Because after our first date, we decided, you know, to be exclusive. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, we, we built on that and things like that. But then he always would say, you know, well, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. You know, um, but then he goes, we'll just see where this goes, you know, and, and again, that's with any relationship, whether there's, you know, an engagement or wedding in the future or not. So I built on that hope, you know, and I think that's what I know. That's what I, I do, you know, and I'm not the most optimistic person, but like when it comes to love, it's like, well, well, I'll just see day to day, like, you know, what his actions are and his actions you know, showed that he wanted to be with me, mm -hmm. you know, because when he um, was, was, you know, let go from his first job, he thought that's when we had our first talk. And that's when I guess I was like, oh, wait a minute. I thought, you know, I meant more to you or our relationship you wanted to try. And then so he was thinking of going to work, you know, in East Coast. But in the end, he didn't. He decided to stay here. So I took that as, okay, well, at least he's staying here because he wants to try, you know, to see where we go from there. And so I was like, okay, fine. You know, I, I'm, I'm 50. Even before, you know, I've, I've lived some experiences. You know, I've learned to live and to believe that, okay, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Right. And, and I think it goes back to, you know, your other question about, you know, being single at this age. I'm very lucky that I've been single for a while, but because I love my life, you know, I have great friends, I have a good job, I had, you know, and I was fine being alone, so then when he entered my life, it was just a, a plus, you know, it was just icing on the cake. And so, you know, and so when he left, even though it's you know only been a few weeks, it's like okay, I just got back into my normal routine. And then while it, the last few weeks have been a little different, you know, I, it was my birthday party, and then you know I was on vacation and I mm -hmm. went out of town. So basically, I've been really busy. But you know, what helps me get through and what helps me easier is my life that I had already built before he walked into it. Exactly, and we talked a lot about that. Is far as having your life um, before a relationship, it can make such a difference. Again, a relationship isn't guaranteed. So make sure that you're able to reconnect with that life that you had prior to that breakup. Like she said, she has friends, she has a stable career, she has a home, she has a car, all of her basic needs are met. So whatever contribution that a relationship would have to her life, you know, it would be that just a contribution to the stability that you've already accomplished for yourself. Had it been the opposite and she didn't have much, this we would be saying something different. But a lot of the strength and the resilience that that you have and that we have as women when we have our own and we can stand on our own is the fact that we are stable and that we had a lot of all of that before we even got into relationship. And so we were talking about that too, but that has a lot to do with um, just the impact of healing and that you can move on a little bit quicker than someone who wasn't stable. So a good note is just to, to make sure that you take care of you first and then proceed to having a relationship but make sure that relationship that you choose to take care of first begins with you mm -hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm so lucky, you know, like when the, the first night of the breakup, when he decided, he told me after dinner that, you know, he was going to move on. You know, I had a friend, you know, who cause I, I texted my closest friends, you know, because that's what I do for support. And so, you know, one uh, friend, you know, he's one of my male friends and he just came over. He's like, I'm going to be there. Um, I'll come get you. We're going to go have dinner. And so, and, and he did that, you know, and since, even since that night, you know, friends like you and my friend James and my, you know, family and other friends who rallied around me and who supported me. Like, you know, I had people come into town because it was my birthday, like the weekend following after, you know, uh, we broke up. And, and so, and then he, he left town. And so I was by myself. And so, but, you know, three, four days later, I had friends come in town. So I was very lucky mm -hmm. that I had all this support. You know, I actually haven't had time to be alone except what's just since yesterday because I just right. got back from New Mexico but even then you know I know I'm gonna be okay because I haven't cried I've, I, I used to cry a lot more you know when I had other breakups that were even just few months and this was you know two and a half years you know I only had you know I, I cried a little bit that night when he sat you know we sat down here and you know we talked about why he wanted to move on you know and and the first time when he was supposed to move to the east coast you know, two years ago, like, you know, I asked them, well, why, you know, did you not want to, you know, stay here and try, you know, and have a relationship with me? And he's like, well, I don't want to, you know, pick little things or say negative stuff, you know? And so I was fine with that. But this time, you know, after two and a half years together, I was like, you know, why I at least, you know, deserve an answer as to what is it that you think that didn't work out? You know, and, and some of this stuff, you know, well, to me, it was minor stuff. But again, we all have our, you know, stuff that we need in a relationship. And he just, you know, didn't feel like it was something that could be changed or it, he just had to have, you know, certain things. But again, these are, you know, not big things. Like, for example, I'm not a great cook. He knew that from the beginning. You know, I mean, but but I still cooked and, you know, we've been doing this for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, to say that was one of the reasons. But again, he already knew I wasn't a great cook. Well, yeah. And the thing <laughs> is, not yeah, you not being a great <laughs> yeah. cook because, look, we eat good over yeah, here. Yeah. But, you know, we're all not going to have something that we're like good at. Like, you know, for me, yeah, I'm not the one to be in the kitchen, but I am good at, you know, keeping jobs and, you know, mm -hmm. um, I, I well I'll say I spend well and you know I, I'm a good public speaker and you know I'm good at typing and writing and I'm good at taking care of my kids and we all have things that we're good at we're not going to be good at everything but I think when you cleave to someone in a relationship they should take the good with the bad because I'm sure he has a lot of things that he needs to work on too and a part of a relationship is really taking the good with the bad and Knowing kind of what you need, though, I will say that in a relationship, you do need to know what those pros and cons need to be, because some people need a good cook and a, mm -hmm. a home cooked meal every night um, and, or someone need, may need, you know, a woman who doesn't work mm -hmm. or who isn't career driven because they want her to stay at home all day. It just depends on what you want and what you feel you need out of a relationship. But I, I guess to each his own. I mean, we're all different. And if that's something that you want out of a relationship then in the beginning that's when you when you start sharing who you are with that other person that's their cue to say whether or not they can deal with it 
Yeah, and you know, and I think that's what the hardest thing has been to be is you know he just chose you know these weren't big deal breakers, but to him they were deal breakers. I mean, and you know stuff I can't change. You know, um, and one of the biggest things though with him is I think you know he he wasn't happy with himself and with his life and so you know, he was always wanting to go on the move you know, would pick up you know because he wants always try thinking that you know his life is going to be better or that there's something else out there because that's what he you know told me and so I mean there's nothing I can do to change that you know I mean yeah I, I asked him for you know a reason because as human beings we're like well what what happened what what did I do wrong you know or what is it that you don't like or that you know are deal breakers and so and those are the you know a couple things that you know he told me and another thing which I thought was funny is because you know like when I come home you know I I change into my nightgown and these aren't like radio shorts or anything you know they're like nice nightgowns but I guess that was one of the reasons you know he said well, because I guess he just didn't like it. You know, he, I guess, always wanted me to, um, you know, not be dressed in, you know, pajamas. But then this is from somebody who was wearing the same outfit every day. So, again, <laughs> it's, you know, but it wasn't a deal breaker to me. But I guess it was a deal breaker to him. But, but again, what, you know, at the beginning was like, you know, we, we talked about this stuff. I was like... I'm not high maintenance. I'm not always dressed to the nines, you know, I'm not. And he he told me, he's like, as long as you're clean, you know, then that's all that matters. So again, I think, you know, whatever his reasons are, whether that's true or not, I mean, yeah, if that's his deal breaker, that's his deal breaker. But I thought, you know, we had, you know, good qualities. We had a lot in common. You know, we would talk about everything, you know, we had a few different um, political views, but we would hash it out, getting to know each other, just like what we do with friends, you know? Right. And we, we did together, we went on trips, we never yelled or, or argued, you know, I mean, and when we had differences, you know, we would take a while to calm down, or whatever, you know, or before we started, you know, saying hurtful things, and that was one of the things I admired about him, and I think me as being, you know, um, a woman at this age, I was never like the his you know, hysterical type. Well, okay, maybe when I was in my 20s. But, you know, but since then, I'm like, I'm not a yeller. I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to belittle you, you know. And so when something that, you know, he was upset about, you know, we would like just, you know, take some time apart because I knew when he was, you know, irritated and vice versa. And then we would talk about it at a later date. And so we had like great communication skills. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought all the big stuff, the important stuff that we had, was you know something that would have made him want to stay but I mean in the end it didn't you know well yeah it, it didn't and I mean you touched on something really important though with communication because communication can involve conflict and conflict isn't a bad thing because when you look at relationships that don't have conflict you're looking at relationships that Maybe they're just so in sync with each other to where they agree on everything. Well, you know, in my marriage, I have to admit, yeah, we do have conflict. We both have our points of views. If we have an argument, it's because I'm thinking one way and he's thinking another. And being able to really get through all of that is communication. I'm one that can communicate and you are too. We can communicate our feelings. We're assertive women. We have a voice. We have a point of view. We have a view that is going to be heard. People that know her know this. People that know me know this. And 
it's just what it is. And I think sometimes it catches people off guard when you're around women that are assertive and that have their own voice and that will stand their ground in what they believe. But I also want to say the high maintenance thing and no, she's, you're not high maintenance. I mean, this is my Louis Vuitton friend though. We are about that Louis Vuitton purse. Like, but that is really about the only thing we're like, okay, look, let's, I'll buy a bag from you. (laughs) But her appearance to me, she's always like, I love your dresses and your heels and all of that. So, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, it's just what he wanted to do. And me and her discussed that just sometimes, um, people have their, their moments in life and it has nothing to do with the other person. And I clearly don't think this has anything to do with you. I think it's just all about where he was in his life and what he felt he needed, Mm -hmm. or maybe his pattern of behavior or something that he's always done with people prior to you. But other than that, I don't think this has anything to do with you whatsoever. Yeah, you know, and that's one thing I, I totally agree, you know, it's because I think as women or as anybody, you know, when somebody tells us that they're not happy with us or, you know, they might even give reasons or whatever, we all tend to blame ourselves. Look, I know I wasn't at fault, you know, and that's why I think I'm, you know, happy, you know, doing well in, in dealing with, you know, the, the breakup, even though, you know, it, it's fresh and I only had one little major breakdown but I think it was that's because it was all the emotions you know my birthday brunch you know and I had all my friends you know and they were you know saying all these wonderful things and I think it just reminded me that I had such great support that it you know it it touched me that you know that how could he not have seen that or how did he you know how come he chose not to stay but again you know that that's his decision you know if he you know, feels that something was going to make him happier. But I mean, you know, back to my point is that even though I know it wasn't my fault, but he did, I mean, for some reason, he he did not like some, you know, quirks or whatever of mine. And so that does have something to do with me. But again, back to what Kendra said, you know, but that's his thinking, you know, I mean, I'm like, I know I'm not perfect. Well, it's you. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think, you know, when you're in a relationship, they have to decide to accept you for Mm -hmm. who you are. Mm -hmm. That's you. Mm -hmm. So either you're going to commit to you, Mm -hmm. all of you, Mm -hmm. or it's nothing at all. Mm -hmm. Because we're not going to be this cookie cut, perfect mold of a woman or expect our man to be this perfect Mm -hmm. mold of a man. And I tell my friends all the time, if you're waiting on Mr. Right, this perfect man, you're going to be waiting forever because everyone is going to come with something that you don't like. Mm-hmm. And But the key is that you accept that person for their, their flaws and imperfections. Mm-hmm. And what they may see as an imperfection is not an imperfection at all. It's just simply who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have room to grow. We, we all have space to learn and develop. And the minute you start critiquing, saying there's something wrong with them or this is an imperfection, it's really not. It's just who we are. We mm-hmm. can't be perfect in all things, but we can be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that it, it just clearly just was a, a relationship that just kind of wore out. I mean, I met him before and we had a great time. I thought they were great together. Um, but, you know, you just never kind of know 
mm-hmm. how things will go, which is why it's a risk. Mm-hmm. It's what did you say? It, and it's a quote. It's uh, to love is to. Yeah, I don't know what's, you know. Easier. It's better to, be to love than not to love yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. And the, the risk in love is that it is a risk mm-hmm. and it doesn't always work out. I mean, it's not guaranteed. And I think that's the scary part of it all. So aside from that, we know that the relationship didn't work. It was two years of good fun and mm-hmm. getting to know someone, having someone in your your life, a new chapter, a new relationship. She took the, the risk and I'm proud of that. Um, but where are you now? How are, and this is fresh, you guys. This pretty much just happened. She just got back in, in, in a house where he's no longer here. So this is really fresh in the making. So how are you feeling now and where do you think you go from here I think I you know fluctuate between like you know when I'm I'm hurt thinking about you know all the good times you know and in our relationship and all the good stuff you know and then I'm like you know sad when we think about that but then I I remind myself that you know well there's also you know characteristics about him that I didn't like so you know that helps me you know move on and not blame me or not feel like you know it wasn't me so you know so I I I go between there back and forth but you know again because I have such a great life you know I just slip back into my life into my old routine that I had that I kept up with you know even even through the pandemic you know uh, maybe that was one of the reasons you know how we ended up together you know and and I'll always be grateful for that because you know when, when we met like a couple months before the pandemic and then you know when it shut down like I didn't see you know all my friends you know just like everybody else so I mean you know I do believe that things happen for a reason you know to help me get through that you know and so I mean I'm not the most optimistic person but I do believe that you know taking one day at a time um, and because again my life is great you know all the other aspects it makes it easier for me and so you know I'm glad that it happened because like I said I haven't had a you know a normal relationship you know where I see somebody companionship we share our lives day in and day out you know and wish we share our thoughts and you know and you know our differences and stuff and our differences we're fine we work through them because that was one of the things you know is the communication we talked about everything you know why we thought about this or why we didn't and we agreed to disagree some of the time but all this you know experience has made me you know realize that hey I finally found you know a a regular normal relationship you know after what my divorce over you know I don't know 20 years ago but so now I know you know I, I can say that well now I know that I can do something different but that's not true because I did everything right it was just something that you know characteristics for some reason that he didn't like and the next person I'm not gonna know you know other than just to ask them it could you know be even bigger things or smaller things that keep us together or you know make us stronger but I can just look forward to like well then you know I'm just gonna you know be more aware of it and then maybe we can discuss those you know things like if you told me you know earlier like well yeah I wish sometimes you wouldn't you know always be you know wearing your pajamas you know in the evening then I could have changed that you know but uh, he, he didn't want that so I mean he was ready to already move on so you know I hope that in the future little things like that you know um, you know I can discuss with you know my partner but I mean I I uh, keep repeating this but I have a great life you know I just turned 50 you know and um I'll just keep doing the same thing I do you know travel more now that the pandemic you know is you know um we can travel and then still continue seeing my friends you know having the same conversations that nourish me and things like that and so 
I just take it day by day. And I know that maybe some days I'll wake up, you know, and it'll be a little harder, you know, like, you know, today is a fleeting moment when I like felt really sad, you know, because we had, I think, a lot more good common things than not common things. But again, I have to move on, you know, and just staying busy. That's what I always do. You know, I have two jobs. I have great friends. I have a great social network. And so I think that's what's going to, you know, and what has always kept me going. So, I mean, I just continue, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, taking it day by day. And that's all we can do. Exactly. Taking it day by day, reconnecting with what's most suitable for you, your friends, your life. Again, you had a life before him. And so it's kind of reconnecting with that life that um, you had before he even got here. Um, and those are some good coping skills. You know, after a breakup, it really is about finding those outlets of support and those reconnections that you can connect back with so that you can move on and, um, you know, get back to the life. It's about adapting. It's, you know, being flexible and being resilient and being resilient is about finding those strategies that can help you to put one foot in front of the other and to keep going because, you know, in life, that's really what's it about. So what have you learned from this relationship? Like what was your takeaway from this chapter of your life? Oh, I think one of the main things that I learned is, you know what, I am a good partner. You know, I can be a good partner. And, you know, I did, you know, all the supportive things that, you know, um, anybody in a relationship can do. And um, I think that's one of the great things that, you know, has taught me is that, hey, I am, you know, I can continue being who I am, you know, without changing uh, you know, too much, and you know, of course, you can accommodate, you know, and uh, if, if your partner needs something, whatever. I'm not talking about big drastic changes or whatever, you know, but again, like next time, hey, well, then, you know, maybe I can learn to, you know, cook more, you know, uh, more homemade meals or whatever. And then again, what's funny is I think a lot of men or even, you know, women, like that is really important to them. So now I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I won't wear as much, you know, nightgowns or whatever. But but the biggest thing that I learned was like, I'm, I'm a good partner. And, and I always, you know, knew that, you know, even mm-hmm. after my divorce, because I'm like, I, I always try, you know, and I try to, you know, uh, uh, you know, make them happy, you know, try, I'm equal in all the other ways, you know, I do my share of everything, you know, and, and so I think that's what, and the only thing I learned was, and sometimes, hey, the relationship just doesn't last. It has nothing to do with me, you know, it has nothing to do with how I behaved or, you know, um, or what I said, you know, Um, and so, yeah, because I know that, you know, walking from this, it wasn't my fault and I gave it my all and, you know, and that is really one of the things I'm like, you know, well, then moving forward, I can do the same thing, you know, I don't have to worry now, like before this you know, relationship, because like I said, I hadn't been in a normal relationship in so long. I was afraid of like, how am I going to act? You know, how, how am I going to be in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be patient? Am I going to be understanding? You know, um, you know, am I going to, how am I going to work through conflict? Because I haven't done it in so long, you know what I mean? But then when I come to think about it, it's the same thing, you know, that we do in friendship. You know, we, I always say that, you know, um, friends, um, you know, your friendship should be like your relationship. Right. You know, you shouldn't be jealous. You shouldn't, you know, make demands. You know, you should just, you know, respect them. And at least that's one of the things that I really also was glad is, you know, 
we still respected each other at the end, which wasn't the case, you know, in my marriage. Yeah. And again, you know, we're I'm 25 years older now, and so that made a whole lot of difference, you mm-hmm. know. And so, but I'm, I'm very proud, you know, that I know that I contributed as much as I was able to, and I did all the right things, and that, you know, I don't have to, you know, um, second guess myself or was it me or you know um or was it something that I did so that's the main thing that I learned of like wow I can be a great partner and I look forward to like you know you know having a relationship again you know soon you know or hey I'm, I'm 50 hopefully you know before I turn 55 let's make that a goal uh-huh. yeah <laughs> so my final question and you kind of answered it but you know, will you love again? Are you open to love? Um, yeah, definitely, you know, because um, I always wanted, you know, just like every girl, you know, every little girl wanted, you know, to find somebody. You know, when I was younger, I wanted the white, you know, picket fence and, you know, the family, the husband and the kids, you know, then when my first marriage didn't work, then I had to pivot. And then, you know, and then I had to learn, well, you know, I can't have that. And so, but definitely, you know, I believe in love, you know, and, and sometimes what's funny is sometimes I, we all have doubts, like, is this true love or is it not? But mm-hmm. to me, what I've learned is, you know what, if it feels good, if it's positive, if it brings you happiness, you know, then, then that's good enough. You know, yeah, sometimes I wonder, just like a lot of people, like, you know, love is so fleeting, does it last? But what's funny, I have to remind myself is that, you know what, but sometimes it's easy to be found. You know, and so, like I said, I never expected, you know, to be in a, you know, good, stable relationship. And so, so it's happened. So then now I even have more, you know, optimism that it's going to happen again. So definitely. So will Connie, (laughs) my con, my Asian beauty, will Con be okay being a single woman? Oh, definitely. You know, yes, yes. I've been basically single for the last 20 years. So definitely, you know, I will definitely be okay. So let's hope that, you know, maybe we can check in in five years and, you know, I'm in an even better relationship. So. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, you guys, I know she's going to be quite fine. And, you know, relationship is, is just like that. But like I was telling her before, I'm just, I'm glad that she took the risk of love. Um, you know, we were created to, I believe, just love and to have a, the capacity to love, whether it's, you know, love our children, love our pet, love our whatever. I mean, love is just such a, a powerful emotion that is important in our lives. And, you know, she has a life. She took the risk in love it's time to move on now. She has a plan. She's going to reconnect back with her life. She has coping strategies, supportive outlets, um, a positive attitude. It's okay to cry. It's okay to get through this. It's okay to take the time. She's okay with falling in love again. And so life moves on. And I want to thank you for being transparent and showing you know who you are and where you are in life. That's not always easy to do. I I know with myself being transparent can kind of be challenging at times, but I know that 
that's what we have to do in order to help the next person going through a breakup. I mean, we've all been through it. It it is painful and you have to grieve it and you have to take the time to do it and get back up so that you can move on and open the next chapter and see what life has to offer because it will offer something beautiful. I mean, look where you came from. And I mean, if anything, I hope the best for him. No hard feelings here, but you know, if he wasn't for you, then he doesn't need to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, just to end with the quote is, you know, I always believe is, you know, love wins. You know, love always wins. So that's what I'm counting on. And love did win because, I mean, the ultimate love is is loving yourself and, and getting back um, up and not. Um, quitting on love because we have to take the risk in order for it to happen. Um, Even with myself, I mean, I had to take the risk of falling in love again, even through a breakup or um, a breakup of an engagement or what have you. You just have to take the risk and just hope that it'll work out. And if it doesn't, then you decide to move on and tap into those things that keep you strong and keep you going, like friends and getting into work and journaling, listening to music, you know, rearranging the furniture, having me time, having girl time, you know, going out going traveling we're having an LA trip we're planning that so I mean it's you know doing doing things that make you happy is is about living your life so we wanted to tap into the life segment again Connie thank you so much for sharing your story and and being a blessing to to someone who is maybe single right now going through a breakup going through a divorce it's all the same pain it affects us all the same but there is a brighter day and you know the brighter day comes when you can, you know, get up and, you know, you can look back, but it's about moving forward and opening that, that new chapter and being receptive to that. So guys, this ends my season four. Oh my goodness. So tomorrow it starts season five. I think I'm over 50 episodes. I will have Wydre Nelson, my husband, to start off season five in the love section. And we will talk about what we've been going through, which hopefully I don't get too emotional over because I really haven't shared this part. But tune in to um, the next episode as well, which again will feature my husband. And we'll talk about some of the things that keeps love going. And sometimes it's not always that easy. So... Thanks so much for tuning in. Again, Connie, I love you. Thanks for being here with me. Me too. We're going to continue our girl time, and we will talk to you all soon. Again, thank you so much for your support. This is Self Life Love with Dr. K. Ta-da.